0: Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. There was a bear there, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen, Post on Tumblr, joined with Guile. Hi, I'm Guile, Guile and Subterfuge on Tumblr. Clotho.
1: Hi,
2: I'm Clotho, I'm Clotho Spindle on Tumblr.
1: Uh, Gato.
2: Hi, I'm
3: Gatto Gato Mischief on Tumblr.
0: And we have a first-time guest on our podcast, uh, Alexandra from Got Thrones. Hello, everyone. Uh, you can find
4: the Got Thrones podcast at GotThronesPCast on Twitter, Got Thrones on Facebook, and GotThrones.com.
0: I'm so thrilled you had that all ready to go. You're so professional. <laughs> that was going to be my follow-up. Yeah, my, name, my professional, my professional uh, Twitter handle got turns <laughs> Well, we're close the door and at gmail.com. <laughs> and she's uh, the lady I of Torth. It it's post. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so this episode is coming to be um I think a super casual one. Um I'm hoping it'll be fun. We're gonna discuss the best and the worst of Game of Thrones seasons one, two, five. Um it's kind of like a countdown of our own personal favorites or not so favorites, but um I mean there's no real wrong answers. I mean it's all opinion, right? No, there are wrong answers. <laughs> yeah, there are <laughs> wrong answers. <laughs> That'll be the fun part. When we debate those wrong or right answers. <laughs> um so we did like a few categories, but I'm just kinda gi- gonna jump around a bit. Um if there's anything you feel like I have not um jumped on to that you wanted to, you know, discuss, feel free to just throw it in. Um I think I would like to start though with um your best book inspired scene from the show. So like an adaption from the book to the show. What do you think they've done well? And I think I wanna do it by season, just to kinda Keep it, uh, somewhat structured. Um, so season one, best book to show. I can share mine first. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> No! <yeah. laughs> Someone's not objecting? Okay. It, it's all Jamie fucking his sister, then pushing Brent out the window. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh, see it. it was like I that. I went to, um. Oh, what's that? Oh, go on. No, WonderCon, go for it, what?
4: I went to WonderCon this weekend, and there was a Game of Thrones psychology panel, and um this uh one of the women said that when Jamie lost his hand, she's like, "Yeah, he lost his kid pushing hand." <laughs> Brilliant quote.
1: <laughs> Except it wasn't because they had him pushing him with his left hand. Uh, That's right. Oh. I, thought right hand. I thought it was his right hand. It is it's his right, right. hand. In the I book, thought he lost the show right. it, in the show. He did it with
4: his left hand.
1: Yeah, because of the blocking and this.
4: I'm imagining. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm no. I'm in bed right now, like like positioning this.
0: How <laughs> how beautiful would that have been if Guile could have been at that panel? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> everyone
1: would have immediately hated my guts.
4: <laughs> Not me. Well, well she I'll, didn't well, necessarily it. say she was talking about the book. She might. Or she was talking about the show. She could have been referencing the book.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you. I. Yeah. Oh, anyway, what I was getting, the reason why I personally love that scene though is it's kind of like the oh shit moment for me because I wasn't a book reader first, I was a show watcher, you know, filthy scum that I am, but um <laughs> it was definitely my oh shit, what is this show? <laughs> I need more, so, yeah. I think
4: was that like was that awesome. for a lot of people, I think. It was such a shock, I mean, cause up until then it's a pretty, it's a good HBO drama, but really the most shocking and exciting part happens at the beginning with the White Walkers, and then you go down to like, hang out with the humans and there's no magic and nothing that exciting until this dude pushes a kid off a tower for no reason
0: After fucking sister, right? yeah <laughs> just when you think it couldn't get any more shocking i was a show watcher
3: too like i started from the show and when i saw it i was like wait was that his sister was that- i wasn't really paying attention the first time i saw it and i was like what what am i watching and it was amazing i was like i'm
0: gonna continue this <laughs> <laughs> call me in for the sister fucking <laughs> <laughs> so anyone got yeah, any other ones that you want to throw in from season one um I have a couple can I pick more than one
1: or do I really have to pick one try no oh, you can you can pick more okay. than one I'll pick one um Cal Drogo's I'm gonna take the throne speech
4: ah uh, oh yeah that's a good so- one
0: He's so hot when he does that. Remind me, I can't even. I
1: can't oh, even remember it. It's after oh, it's Danny. After way, Danny's yeah. poisoned, and he decides that he is gonna, um, he's gonna cross the cross the sea and take Westeros for their for his kid. He's gonna get and that he, iron
4: chair for his kid.
1: Yeah, and he's gonna rape all the women, and, <laughs> and it's like one of those cases where you're kind of like, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs>
4: It's He's certainly more palatable than Robert or Joffrey.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, like you go, Caldrogo Drogo. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, um Okay, I guess I'll go next. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cheat a little bit because for me, it's like uh, scenes spread all throughout, like season one. I'm going to go with uh, basically all the Arya scenes with Serio Forel. I loved them. They were really good. I think the uh-huh. actor made a really good uh, Serio Forel, and it just it made the scenes better
0: and more believable. You're going to hate I... me for one of these other questions than Gato.
3: <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay right. I think I know which one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Does anyone want to throw another best book inspired from Season 1, or can we go on to another? Was the Jamie-Ned fight in the book?
4: Hmm. It's been a minute since. I, f- I just read this like six months ago. Because that's one of my favorite, probably one of my favorite moments in I Season 1. I it was. Yeah, I think it was okay well then that i like that a lot <laughs> yeah i
3: love that actually
4: i think that was
3: which my... one
4: the sword
0: fighting
4: or the the one where the, they're in the, the,
0: sword, fight. No, yeah, the, the sword, sword fight no the sword fight is outside,
4: is. outside of, the brothel okay. right yeah. yeah they're outside of the Relish's brothel mm-hmm. and uh, that was it's m- just you want to see like you wanted to see that the entire season and you didn't even, i remember not even realizing how badly i wanted to see them go at it until they started doing it and i was like oh my god this is so good i've got goosebumps
0: that was actually my selection for the best battle because, like, when I like, my thinking battle, I'm thinking, you know, maybe one on one or, you know, the big, big battles. But yeah, Ned versus Jamie. I thought like, about that for battle as well. I don't
4: know that I picked it, but
0: yeah, I did. I mean, I like Nick looks so friggin' hot as yeah. Jamie there, and you could just tell he was loving life in that scene. <laughs> When
4: well, you get see. to see Ned be a badass in a way that you haven't seen him do that, do before. You know, you get to see that part of his personality as opposed to him just sort of running around clutching his pearls so that everything's crazy in King's Landing. That's true.
3: Mm. Yeah, and it's cool although, that he like, hold his own, like during that fight.
0: Although yeah. I've seen people argue that maybe Ned did a little too well, considering JB's supposed to be the best. What do you guys think? I'm not yeah, mad at Ned's it. Yeah, that's
1: just like some dude. Yeah,
0: it should have been. Over they should have played
1: right? it. Maybe that Jamie was playing with him a little bit.
4: i I think it's neat i think it's nice that ned would be secretively good i guess or be surprisingly good because he's just not somebody who toots his own horn and i think it's nice to see like that idea that ideal fails him a lot in king's landing but it'd be nice it would have been it was kind of cool in my head to sort of be like oh okay yeah this is what being subtle and playing things close to the belt can give you an advantage
1: yeah but that's so out of character for ned (laughs)
0: <laughs> playing things close to the belt <laughs> no, exactly. you should totally no.
4: tell everyone what you're going to do ahead
0: of time <laughs> I'm a really good swordsman a really really good swordsman everyone yeah. I'm going to hit you from the left now <laughs> That's how would the only honorable thing to do <laughs> tell your opponent their, your move before you hit them <laughs> well since I'm, I jumped to battles does anyone have a season 1 battle are we all agreed that's the best. Mm.
3: Yeah. I guess, um I'm gonna say the tourney, uh the hound and his brother. That was pretty oh,
0: cool. Oh that is a oh, good one.
3: Yeah. Guile's like,
0: no I mean, horse for decapitation.
3: Low, I mean for having a very low budget in the first season, that, that scene was really well made. Yeah. yeah. The tourney itself and
1: You know, Bronn and um Vardus Egan would have been the other because there's not I mean, frankly, there's just not a lot of battles in the first season.
4: Yeah, yeah, I was just, yeah, cause the, they did have such a low budget, and yeah, there's just, I mean, even and in Game of Thrones, there aren't a lot of battles, battles, you hear a lot, you hear them talked it, about, but this is really setting the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. forgot about Bronn and Vardesee, and that, that, that's up there for me, just because it's such a great Bronn episode, and it's such a wonderful way to get to know them. Or get to know him.
0: Yeah. They're, the only one other one oh, I oh, yeah, could think true. of was, was in the Vale. Um well I think it was Catelyn and Tyrion and then they get attacked by the Oh the Hill People. Um, The Hill People. That one That one almost got the Tyrion kills that guy with the shield. Yeah, that part. Yeah. I was re-watching it, like preparing for this episode. That one almost won worst for me because, like, it's got a lot of like camera shaking, and they're trying to make it look more action-packed than it, it was is. Season it was
1: season one lot? It was season one. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> there's only one season like one worst battle answer. I mean, it's it's <laughs> there's one objectively worst battle.
4: <laughs> that guy. Ned and oh. the Ned and the axe. No. Tyrion. Oh,
1: Tyrion when you don't see any of the battle and then you see him sort of floating over the
4: ground after the battle. Oh, <laughs> <right>. oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a good... I feel like that's a good, I don't know, narrative choice. I thought that was a neat way to do it, but it was so clearly a budgetary decision. <laughs> like, you guys,
0: come on. Yeah, or they, sure. they filmed that mountain pass fight scene and they're like, ugh, you know what? Let's just do a cutaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My you favorite know what I
4: th- okay.
0: Oh I was gonna, you know what I think's the worst one? <laughs> Sorry, Gatto. It's the serial Pharrell when he's like fighting all the Lannister guards. Yeah. And his like oh, little... a sword? Yeah, his little can... The
3: one at the end, the very last fight. Yeah. The little Why
1: wooden this... toothpick. Why doesn't he pick up one of the
0: swords from the guys he knocked out? Because he's because he's alive. (laughs) There's four swords to choose from, and he continues to fight with the toothpick. But he's
4: a water dancer, though. I mean, I wonder if that's. I wonder if he's just straight not trained in that kind of swordplay. And also, he's like, I don't know that he would even be able to lift it and actually do any good with it because it's so heavy. And he's like, he's a little guy. He's strong, but I think you need more brute force to use those weapons in a skilled fashion.
1: But do you think he'd be better off with that than he would be with a stick?
4: I don't know. I think he, I think he got a lot of work done with a stick. He took out three dudes in armor with a stick. I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> he was pretty good. <laughs> I maintain that he's still alive though, so my I'm a little bit emotionally attached to Serio.
0: <laughs> Are you a believer that he's Jack and Hagar? Are you one of those? Nah. Um, I think that would I wouldn't
4: be upset at that, but it seems a little too obvious to me almost. Um, I think maybe he. I I don't know, I think maybe he got away and Arya was lost, so he, I don't see him necessarily going to find her, so maybe he just flitted off and made himself safe. Yeah, it's my hope.
2: There's a good chance he's still alive. You didn't see him die. Yeah.
0: Do you think Stannis is still alive too, yes. No, no. I've already
3: established Absolutely. it. No! They cut
0: away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> they cut
3: away I love from Ned, too. He like, had an off screen death. Ned still alive? I mean,
2: death. I said that. They
4: didn't cut away from Ned. I mean, well. Cut-
2: we saw his head dead? on a yeah, pike! We saw his head wasn't on a pike! Yeah, <laughs> it like, it we had enough time. we got
0: proof, we you didn't see Sirius. sword fucking anyway. his head off. That's so true. You didn't even think about that. <laughs> you see the hair dripping from the blood off the sword. Yeah, I'm And you see the head
2: afterwards. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, wait,
3: this is totally wait. This is totally a random thing, but I I, I don't know why I just thought of it because you guys were mentioning the head. Didn't they get in trouble for using um like a fake? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Bush, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's really obvious. And they had to edit it out <laughs> when they released the DVDs. <laughs> yeah
2: they were scrounging <laughs> for hands
4: it's really obviously not Sean Bean in that final shot like it looks like a really bad like wax yeah. sculpture. yeah
1: they didn't really cut that off
0: <laughs> well obviously yeah <laughs> hey, they had to cut corners man yeah got out your jobs to interject with season one season one gotta <laughs> 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 <sighs> remind people can we discuss, um, best romantic moment? I'm wondering <laughs> if we all have the same one.
2: Is it of Probably. season one or are we going any?
0: Season
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> cloth, oh, She's already for season three. Oh, I think it's, I mean, I'm picking da- when, uh, Danny's riding her Dothraki stallion. No, I weird. thought you were
4: just gonna say Dothraki. Oh, that was really
0: hot. <laughs> Daddy's fighting her Dothraki he had like that very romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, <laughs> mine is uh, Ned and Catelyn when they're like yeah, saying that's like exactly as well. Is that what you guys had?
3: Yeah, that's what I
0: have. If
4: we're doing season one, I didn't have one for season one, but I def- but if um just because I had something I liked better and I I didn't didn't go season by season, but um. I did I've always loved um Katalin and Ned's last scene on the right in front of the brothel. It's so beautiful. It's so believable. They really are in love and it's just oh, it's bittersweet, and lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's
3: pretty heartbreaking.
4: Oh. Well, and them in bed too in in the first episode, them um like snuggled up in Winterfell talking. It's really sweet.
0: Being all hubby and wifey with each other. And
2: we don't, mm-hmm. we don't get a lot else, right, in season 1. I mean, there's not a lot of trying to think. No, couples.
4: Or... He leaves. Yeah. He, uh, Bran falls out, of. Bran gets pushed, and then he be, he leaves to go to King's Landing, like, mm. the next episode.
0: Well, you have Jamie and Cersei in season one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly. you know, I think Danny and Drogo are the main romance
4: in season one.
0: Yeah. Well, Ned and Kat and Danny and yeah. Drogo.
4: I do like the scene between Jamie and Cersei where he's taking her from behind, like, you know, the the slightly more violent one in King's Landing, and he says he'll erase everybody in the world, he'll kill everyone until it's just her and him. Um, I I thought that the the dialogue was very provocative. I
0: thought that was interesting. I'm pretty sure we all hate that one. (laughs) I know. I know. I know my audience. (laughs) from an objective perspective. Uh, We love you. Thanks for being on this podcast. My pleasure. <laughs> okay, so I didn't have anything for a worst book inspired, like anything that didn't translate well for season one. I don't know if anyone else did.
4: Everything with Berries. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fair.
4: Silly. and I love Karl Lethell. I love, and I love. I do, and I like. I've grown to like his portrayal of Various more. But I, I don't know if it was budget or what. But I think we talked about this when you guys guesseded for me on on Got Thrones. I. Varys is supposed to be a chameleon and it's supposed to be crazy how good he is at disguising himself. Then you see that scene with him and Ned down in the dungeon and he just looks like a big egg on top yeah. of a suit of armor. A big baby hut, baby face. Very <laughs> odd.
0: That is definitely fair. He does not blend in. <laughs> I thought, um, you know, I,
1: I get, I mean, it makes sense why they did it, but having Tyrion kind of be Jon Snow's kind of little magical dwarf up at the wall wasn't uh, my favorite adaption.
0: Hmm. Mm. Okay. Alright, let's do what we love to do and that's trash the show. <laughs> <laughs> From season one, what is the worst show only scene? Oh god. Um, god there's th- what is the... Follow-up. Are
4: there that many? Because it does... A- yeah i, did I didn't like Cersei.
2: yeah i didn't like when I, I it may be not a popular opinion but i didn't like when cersei said she had went into um god was that se- that That's was so season weird. one right
1: was a cat i know yeah. or was that yeah. season two? oh and she's oh, initial softening of cersei um, like right away from the beginning i'm wrong with the baby that was season i think
2: two, she right? was
4: i don't know no this is when bran's in the in the bed and cersei comes to comfort catalan i got the sense that that was all bullshit. And she was just there trying to like suss out whether or not Brant was going to live.
2: I, I didn't like believe that her for theory. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I would like better that better. Than- I thought they were making it up to make her seem like nicer. Sympathetic. Or, yeah.
4: I feel like they didn't even, they didn't start doing that though until four or five, but I see what you, I mean, I, yeah, oh, I, no, I see no, why I think that they started in,
2: to... I, I think they started um, with the sympathetic Cersei from like very early in. One.
4: Yeah. It's hard not to be, I mean, it's pretty easy to be slightly more sympathetic than she is in the books, I think, honestly, as a, if well, that was the if movie, they
1: write out all of her, like, most evil deeds or give them to other yeah. characters. Yeah, give them to Joffrey.
4: She, I don't, um. I'm not a great. Cersei, I like Cersei's portrayal on the show better, um. Just because I, I, look, I, you know, reading her in the books and reading her, she just, she gets boring and two dimensional after a while because she's so ridiculously terrible. So I don't think it's a very good adaptation, but I prefer to, I would prefer to spend time with that Cersei. Um, but yeah, it's, I, yeah, she's.
0: Mm. I think one thing we can all agree on is there's definitely two different Cerseis. <laughs> there's book oh, Cersei, God, yeah. there's show yeah. Cersei. Yeah. They're not the same character. I like them both separately, but you yeah. know for an adaptation. I uh, don't know if it's it's not really truthful to the book, but it is. I, I do like Lena's uh, portrayal of what she has to work with, because you know she's got to work with the dialogue she's been given, to right? Yeah. Well, and I then think, I think you can the, cast oh no, go ahead. I, I
4: don't. I don't know that you can cast Lena Headey, or I don't even know that it's a smart decision to cast Lena Headey if you're not if you're going to make her a simpering bitch. You know, she's like Sarah Connor Chronicles. She is the Queen of Sparta. You know, that's a very specific choice. So, I, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think I can change my opinion. You're right. They would want to, have, they would want to have made her more sympathetic from the beginning, or else I don't think that that's the actress you pick.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, um, I don't even know what my question was. Oh yeah, worst show scene. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> Littlefinger
1: coaching the two uh, prostitutes on how to prostitute. Oh, oh sex
0: position. Oh my lord, I forgot. God. I forgot about that. Can I change my answer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one is I'm the worst. Ever. That was, was so back. bad. That was awful. It was so cringy. That was so
4: bad. It was good for me to be honest. like I'm looking at like really wait really wait. The dialogue,
3: in my opinion, isn't bad. Oh no, wait, wait. The coaching. Oh no, never mind. I thought you guys were talking about the one where Littlefinger's talking about something and then like they're like having sex in the background. That's a different
4: I oh, the, same the same one. Word. It's just oh, a very long word. scene. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. my god! I was like, oh
3: no,
0: I like that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, Littlefinger's dialogue isn't so bad though. Like, apart from the having sex in the background, obviously, <laughs> it takes away.
0: Okay, you know what I picked? I don't think it'll be popular, but I picked um, the wedding of Cal Drogo and Danny. That whole um, scene just it it felt like a porn <laughs> parody of itself. Like, yeah. yeah it was yeah. <laughs> campy. I agree. And then it just, it felt very, like, I felt really uncomfortable watching it too because it just felt like such a contrived vision of what they thought the other would be. I don't know, it just felt very racist to me.
4: (laughs) It, yeah, it was really overindulgent and it was really, like, it just really, uh, Jason Momoa drove home the Dothraki culture just by being himself. You know, they didn't need to layer it on with this really, Ham-handed, ignorant, shallow depiction of the savage horse warrior people. Like you can have a warrior race without having them be kind of well, without having to them, be them be like
1: fair. I mean, if the question is, is it an adaption then this is on no. George because it's pretty much like that's what's in the book.
4: I feel like they could have portrayed that a little bit on the show. It felt like it somehow just been a little bit less straightforward with it. I guess it's like a circus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: circus. a circus. <laughs>
4: I think there's a better way to portray I don't know I guess I just I
2: think in the books I sort like like that's of
4: read yeah then.
2: I sort of read it in the books as people sort of like I don't know getting into the moment whereas in the show it seemed like everybody's standing around and watching a couple people does that make sense like it just in the books yeah. it read different to me.
4: Yeah, it seems almost magical and heady and overwhelming in the books, and like, like a incredible kind
2: of, man, everybody going crazy, kind of thing. You know, I don't know.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, it's just it's really over. And you see it from Danny's perspective, and it's really overwhelming. And this was just like, oh, hey, look, there's two people over there having sex in broad daylight in front of the call. Cool. Like, there was no sense of mysticism or wonder. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyone have another one they want to throw in, or can we go on to another? <clears throat> I'll take my as good. you get. It. I'm good. How about best show only scene? Robert and Cersei, episode five. Uh I have a Robert one too, but my Robert one was um when he was talking to Barriston about their first kills. Oh, that's
2: what oh. I had. I have that that's one. I had
0: that one too. <laughs> that's my best oh. show. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I love it, too, because, like, you get, like, the bonus of them exchanging these old war stories, and, you know, Jamie gets brought in, and he looks damn fine, but then you have Lancel. It's just, like, the cherry on top. <laughs> I love... Lancel Lannister!
2: Yes. I love Robert's line about the blondes everywhere. Where he looks with their smug looks on their
0: faces, and... Oh, I love it.
3: <laughs> I love it. About...
0: Gods, what a stupid
1: name. Stupid name. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ooh, I see you a
1: drunken whore? <laughs> Something along those lines. Oh my gosh. Poor Lincoln. So the Cersei Robert one also got a lot of um, comments on our Reddit thread about it as well. Oh yeah. As being I, the best, show only.
4: It's just, you don't get that from them. You don't get the in and inside look into their marriage, and they're such important characters. And neither of them are point of view characters in the book. So to get... To get that kind of, it just felt like you were really pulling back the curtain and being a fly on the wall in something that was very, very private. The king and the queen of this nation having a frank discussion about the state of their lives and marriage and country, and it was also you also got a minute of Robert showing that he's truly scared about the threat of Dany and the threat of a Tothraki horde crossing the Narrow Sea, which damn near happens, except for Drogo kind of you know just knocking himself out there. But it's uh, it was just very titillating in the in how pers and what a personal window you get, I guess. And then he hits her the next episode and it really sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, season, um, one was also kind of like hits and misses, I think, for acting performances. Yep. I think a lot of people were trying to find their legs. Who, um, took the longest to find their legs?
1: <laughs> well, I think Sophie Turner probably.
0: Whoa, no way. Really? Yeah. I She's... had her as my number, like, my best. Oh really? Oh that's yeah. funny. Wow. You know who oh, I like, have as my worst? Who? Oh, I've Amelia? Sheer <laughs> Dinklitch. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yes.
4: You I'm with you it. on
0: that. I'm I mean, I can see, see it. In this the sky cell scene, and Mord oh. comes in, and he's like, I have gold! Lots of gold! <laughs> <laughs> it's so hammy and over
3: Yeah, I was gonna say that he hands it up a lot in season one.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I just funny. really want them to give up the ghost and be like, Tyrion, you were raised in Pentos for three years, or you were raised in Pentos for the first ten years of your life. You can stop affecting a Westerosi slash British accent, please. Please stop <laughs> trying. It is so bad. So, so bad.
0: Ugh. But don't worry, Guile, I didn't disappoint. Amelia Clark takes it for okay. the rest of the seasons. She's <laughs> okay. the worst for two, three, four, and five.
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I mean, say, um, Kit's not that great this season. I was gonna say this yeah,
0: either. Yes, he wasn't.
3: He wasn't. No, absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay, um let's jump to if you had to well, I don't know, this is kinda like maybe this is redundant, but like I had like best moment is a category which is kind of what I've had for adaption, but does anyone have anything they want to say as their favorite moment from season one?
1: Renly is not right! (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) that stupid little part of the King of the North. I love the whole
0: King of the North scene. (laughs) (laughs) I had Bran getting pushed.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
4: The push that
3: started it all.
4: (laughs) Um,
0: and then like, I,
4: yo, go I, ahead, Alex. Um, thanks. I uh, I would have to go back to Ned and Jamie. Like I said, like, it's, it's such an odd scene to give me chills and it gave me absolute chills. I don't really care much for sword fighting. Not that I, like, I'm not, I don't dislike it, but it's usually not what I go back to and I'm like, that was awesome and that was so awesome. Um, that ends maybe Tyrion, Tyrion waking up in a sky cell and realizing what that was. Um, that might have been my, one of my favorite moments in the book, which just the like the genius of the torturous sky cells. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
0: yeah, especially if you're afraid. Are you afraid of heights? Get the veil is. Us. I I
4: could <laughs> happily never go to the veil ever, or never go to the eerie. We ha- we <laughs> talked about it when we did that episode for our rewatch this year. Um... It's just such a fucked up place. Like, nothing good happens in the eerie. It's weird and terrible and <laughs> it's just inhumane and people were not meant to live that way. And the moon door idea is just <laughs> psychotic. And I feel like you should, it reminds me of the ice world in Super Mario Brothers 3. It has, <laughs> That's
3: a good hey, point.
4: well, if you, do you remember the music? Like, it's just really, really eerie. Yeah. I I yeah. And it just, it's like, it's a place where you would, like, it's not, it's, it's not the end, it's not World 8, it's not the hardest level you'll have to beat. It's just this really weird side journey that people take occasionally.
0: Yeah, I remember skipping that, that so one crazy a lot. Use the yeah. flute. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep, use the flute <laughs> <Get out. laughs> level Is Damn, it worth awesome. it?
2: <laughs> They're making the most of gravity there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they are also making like the most of gravity. The, they made the... I like how aesthetically they made the the moon door because in the book it's literally like a door and it's just you open it and it, there you go. Boom, yeah, it's it's awesome. also right here. It's like yeah. a hole. in
2: the- Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, that kind of room was beautiful. Yeah, it's like a built-in
4: yeah,
2: I fire of pit. Out of the <laughs> you just sit around and <laughs> reminisce over
0: the moon door. All right, I'm gonna move us along because episode's gonna be five hours long if I don't. <laughs> so let's go to season two. Um... <clears throat> uh let's see. We start with book inspired. So um for me I think it was Theon Takes Winterfell. I kinda loved all of that. Because I think um like in the books you really hate Theon. Like just you feel like he's a traitor, and I think it adapted well with the show.
4: Yeah, he's not um Theon is so much angrier in the books. So you get the sense and you get a little bit more of his background and you realize that he's older than Rob and it was, it would have been really lonely there and yeah, but he is, it's um, he's much more, he, he's much less feely in the books. He's always laughing and always making a joke of everything. And then in the show, you know, you get those wonderful scenes with Ross where he's a bit humanized and um, you see his fear. So when he does start doing, when he does start going off the deep end, it's a little bit more, he, it's easier to dismiss him, or it's easy, it's harder to dismiss him, I guess.
0: Yeah. I know Guile has a lot of Theon feels. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think, like, in that storyline, his interactions with Bran are probably my favorite part of the season. Um, you know, there's a couple of lines yeah. that, that Bran says, you know, did you hate us the whole, you know, and it's from the book. Did you hate yeah. us the whole time? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, Isaac, when, when, uh, Theon is, um, killing Roderick Castle, you know he's crying. You know you promise, yeah. please don't. Like it's heartbreaking. And then the end of the season with Lewin. I mean that whole and
4: the you know, oh, yeah. big
1: speech and all of that. It's um, yeah. I mean it's a really successful storyline.
4: You actually yeah. made me perceive him a little bit differently when you meant when you came on our when you came on and mentioned that like that he's one of the bravest people. They considered him one of the bravest people in the show, and those qualities don't necessarily make for the best people. Or the best decisions, and it gave me a different way of looking at him. He's yeah. really easy. <laughs> He's really well easy to hate, but it's easy to <laughs> sympathize with.
0: Yeah. Um, what about worst for season two? Ooh, I
3: have. I have my pick.
0: Um, for me what it was, it? It, went, it was mostly
3: because it was underwhelming. Uh, House of the Undying. Pretty much that whole scene.
4: Oh, yeah. I wanted oh, yeah. to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's supposed to be so weird. That and was a top in the book. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I forgot my best my best one from season two is Renly and Stannis. Um on the horses.
3: <laughs> There's <laughs> like, a lot of oh, sass. Yeah, the
1: little <laughs> <antlers. Yeah.
4: laughs> I love it in the book. Prius. I love it in the <laughs> show. <laughs> okay.
1: So no um so Cloth, I do have bad news for you that um someone wrote in and said their worst costume is from season two and it's Renly's antler crown. Oh! Oh, is cool. I wrote that in oh, mind. That's a cool. I craft. knew you, you would. I a rainbow gore helmet.
0: <laughs> We're gonna do all the. Oh, Brienne's helmet. the rainbow gore helmet.
1: What about um, Blackwater? Does that make the best list for anyone?
4: I thought I it would have been my best battle, um, <clears throat> or had one had of them.
0: Yeah, you. I did too. It's so cool. pretty. What else are you gonna pick for season two for battle? It has to be Blackwater, right? Did anyone pick anything else besides the Blackwater? No, but I didn't. think.
3: No one picked Brienne uh, beating Loris. <laughs> oh, that
0: could be uh, a little battle. Oh, <laughs> oh. that would have been number two. Got him. <laughs> 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 Honorable mention. Uh, my worst, um though, for show only, was anything with Talisa as a field nurse. Oh, uh, that was <laughs> awful. Uh, oh yeah i think
4: oh, that was the show only but, Yeah, talisa dressing down rob for the violence of warfare go fuck yourself oh my god <laughs> i have He's strong just... feelings about talisa stark i do not like her i think she is completely completely out of place in this world she makes no sense her character makes absolutely no sense and it's
0: just yeah Yep.
4: and her name's talisa it's lisa with a ta. it's really stupid don't understand <laughs> <laughs> And she ruins everything!
2: <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know if it's the writing, but the, I don't, I'm not so thrilled with her acting in general. You know, it's,
4: it's kind of meh. You know,
2: could have been the writing. Mm. She had a nice
1: butt, but you know.
4: She does have a nice butt. She's a really cute butt.
0: I wonder if Charlie Chaplin's butt looked like that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably, It was probably real tight with all that dancing. Yeah. He did a lot of like stunts and stuff, right? He probably had a good ass Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Chaplin got Charlie Chaplin got a lot of play. Yeah. Okay. Are
4: we, are we <laughs> so this has got, off, got off topic before a bit. we jump
2: away from costuming, I did have down um, Marjorie's dress. That that like. Oh <sighs> my god! that One that looked like it was from uh, Fifth Element. The oval like one, that, the burrito as, dress. worst. That yeah. was my worst <laughs> for costuming, <Yeah. laughs> out of all seasons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kind of liked it because it was weird, though. You know, like I kind of liked it being different. So I guess it's
0: a it makes just top, with... you
1: know taste style. I
0: guess. Oh, it
4: makes yeah. sense with her character that she would be. You know, if this were if this were in the twenty first century, I feel like she would be. You know, she would be an upper east side princess who was really into fashion and would probably wear really avant-garde stuff you know she's she's at fashion week every year <laughs> sitting in the front row with Chanel and a you know Lagerfeld all that kind of stuff she's
2: <laughs> it was just kind of interesting because it's such, it was felt like such an outlier based on all the other clothing choices and yeah, especially right. what she wears later like I love her stuff you know yeah. later but
0: although they tried to tie it in later with what Cer- one of Cersei's oh, gowns kind of had that okay. weird full shoulder thing oh. going on but that could have been retcon on the dress. <laughs> but then they
2: left, remember those braids? It was the first one or two seasons, they had all those horrible braids they were doing, like, really oh, tight, yeah. like, piled high, and then they didn't look right, and they left those behind, mostly.
0: Well, that was my first pick for, like, worse, was Cersei with her hairdos <laughs> yeah. in season one, like, oh, Star, yeah. Star Wars hairdos. Very the distracting. Especially, like, well, that jousting scene. So, like, an egghead. Yes, it's,
4: her, Yeah. The colouring is just so wrong for Lena Hattie's skin tone. I realize they have to match with Nikolai, um and it makes sense to me, but I've I and I, I don't think that they have another option, but just the way they light her and the colouring, it just looks it's never not looked like a wig. Amelia Clark's hair to me is more believable than that. Um, <laughs> <Same>
0: something. <laughs> what about best costuming? We can do season one and season two since we're jumping around.
2: I like the, King- Ooh, I have I like the Kingsguard guard armor. I really love the design on the top.
0: Ooh, of the armor. Well,
3: okay, wait, so you like the original, the not the original, the one in season one or the new one?
0: <sighs> so, King's Guard armor. Yeah, the first season one had like the more of the white design on the chest, um, more like, almost like Celtic looking. And then the season, like the pre- next seasons was just like the single sword with the two smaller swords. It's more gold. It's less white, more gold.
2: Yeah, I think I'm, I think it was the first season that I liked more.
0: Like his designs a lot.
1: I really like that black and red Lannister armor. Oh, yes, that's gorgeous. That's what I was gonna say.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh.
4: I like Tywin's leather jerkin when he's like elbow deep and dear. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm so attracted
4: to that man. I, I'm sh- like shameless about it. It's like, oh, I think he's so sexy. Yeah.
0: Tywin-, Tywin was my season three best costuming pick. Halo, <laughs> Tall <laughs> boots. <laughs> mm. oh, but yeah, I gotta agree with you, guys. That like red Lannister armor, especially with when Jamie's wearing it. Oh, God. Although but I yeah, do love Jamie's yeah. little jacket though, too. Mm-hmm. From season
1: guess,
0: one? It's hot. From for every me.
1: season.
2: <laughs> the Lannister swag. <laughs> yeah, they just have nice clothes. <laughs> yes.
0: Joffrey's their are
2: sisters
0: her. are beautiful. Joffrey always looks good. Yeah, Lannisters, I think, win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I had built for season two for best was, um, Danny's blue dress when she's at that Carth garden party. Oh, that was a really yeah. nice party. Yeah. That was a pretty dress. We're we're such girls. (laughs) She looks (laughs) so pretty in pastel. (laughs) Let's just do all the best costuming. Season four, I had um, Oberyn Martell. Like, I love that yellow print fabric with the, like, low-cut V. Yeah, Yeah, no, that was
1: was good. He was hot. I mean, Brienne's armor is really nice, too, in season four. But, I mean, yeah, you can't beat the yellow. The yellow robes of Dorne.
4: Oh, yeah, the Dornish know how to dress, for sure.
0: See, I cheated. I had Brienne for season 5, but you're right. She did get that in 4. She was uh, my season 5 pick, the blue armor. Best accessories too with the red belt. Yeah. The it's red belt nice. really works. But no helmet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm still pressed about that. I kind of like Cersei's black morning dress too.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I cool like when they nice. dress her in darker colors that aren't like dark red. Like I'm really liking the 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 eggplant dress that we're seeing in season six promos uh, i think it looks really really pretty with her skin tone so to anything to get her out of the red the red and gold i think it just makes her look awful most of the time so
2: and marjorie's wedding dress is pretty beautiful in her uh the rose crown
4: mm. rose crown
0: that was my worst yeah. Yeah. oh for, really like, i like yeah that. for season four her wedding attire it was atrocious <laughs> oh, her hair I was like the rose.
1: pretty immense i liked it
0: <laughs> She's so light and airy and beautiful and like natural, and they made her look like a like a toddler pageant contestant for her wedding.
1: <laughs> she did actually look like a toddler. You're right. She kind of did look like the Attack of Dance Mom or something.
0: <laughs> the worst costuming for season two. I had Brienne her armor in season two. <laughs> yep. Oh, <Aww, laughs> stupid helmets.
4: Clank, helmet. clank, clank, clank. Oh, God. Poor girl.
0: So
1: uncomfortable. Well, and the helmet with the tiny little antlers. I <laughs> love well,
0: we haven't gotten over it. Uh, it's pretty. It's like the most derpiest helmet that ever derped. Oh, my gosh. You guys, I think I... uh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's one, like, I'm stuck on the fence for three. It's, like, gotta be the fray hats. But I kind of <laughs> love so that it kind of... I kind of hate them. Like they're like they're the, the white. They're like the white <laughs> trash of Westeros.
4: They really are. And they're all yeah. always dirty. You just you know. You know the rushes on the castle floor never ever change. It smells really bad. Like yeah, they're trashy. They're but, trashy as fuck the fuck. Those place.
2: hats
1: were a perfect design though. They fit right so right? well. <laughs> what about Rob's like open like open chest like leather jacket oh. look?
0: <laughs> I- I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> totally oh. on board with that look.
4: <laughs> nobody was mad at that. It was ridiculous. But nobody was mad at that.
1: Mm. Well, Nikolai Kastrovaldo was pretty mad at it, I think. <laughs> oh really? Uh, in the commentary, he seemed a bit jealous of the wardrobe. Oh. <laughs>
0: so the whole cleavage discussion. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I guess that's pretty fair considering Nikolai was stuck in his own basically his own filth for like what, an entire season back to back.
0: Yeah. He's pretty hot. hot. <laughs> well, he's nothing to complain about. Aria got stuck in hers way longer. <laughs> well, he, wore, he, wore he wore the
2: filth best, though. I
0: think he's the hottest, dirtiest person, you know, in the whole series. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Eddie got to take a bath, so hey. Everybody wins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we kind of blew through the costuming. That's good. <laughs> uh, let's go back to some of the best show scenes. Um, I didn't. Okay. Best book inspired scene for season three. And you're probably gonna like excluding you, of course, Alex. If anyone else um picks anything mm. but the bathtub, you're gonna get kicked out. <laughs> I <swear to> God, <laughs> what I have about guitarists? Uh get out, uh, guy. That good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I kept trying to be even handed about uh, about it and I did it over the whole series and I still picked the J V bath scene, best scene lifted from the books. I really yeah, like I mean,
1: this.
4: I I do, I mean I I like I like Jamie and Brigitte, and I'm I'm not as huge a shipper as you guys are, but I do like them as a couple. But even outside of that, that's a just a beautiful monologue, um, delivered by Nikolai, and it's it's the first real insight. It's kind of the first real humanity we see of Jamie, or at least the first we've seen in a while, and it's just very sweet and sympathetic, and it yeah, makes me smile.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so like. Uh, the performances are so nuanced from both of them, yeah. like her reacting mm-hmm. to what he's saying, and it's so intimate. It's like everything you could hope for for that scene.
4: It's very honest, very good yeah. scene work.
0: Okay. And it's clean, so yay. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't have anything for worse for like three. Oh, for what? Um the Qyburn the stuff happen
4: in the book? I haven't read. Our reread got you know pretty derailed. During Clash of Kings, so we just stopped rereading, but is the Kyburn scene between Jamie and Kyburn in the book? Yeah. Yep. It's there. I I I loved that one when is just like, oh yeah, and how many people did you save? And he's like, population of King's Landing. That scene
1: isn't no, but that's a show. Okay. Alright,
4: well then that's for my other one then. (laughs) I like that adaptation. That (laughs) adaptation. I think,
1: (laughs) so, for a show only scene, I have to go back to, um, gosh, it's the Marjorie Joffrey crossbow scene.
4: Hmm. That oh, that is I sexy. Love. It's really sexy.
1: Well, except it's, I mean, I think that's, Joffrey is really only having sexual feelings for the crossbow.
4: Yeah, it's just, it's such, it's just very, like, yeah, it's so, and primal, and it's, yeah, it's really compelling. And, like,
1: incredibly well acted. Like, I love that
4: <laughs> scene. And it's, you, you, you kind of, it's a sort of a cool, uh, development in what they were really asking Sansa about. It's like, yeah, they wanted to know about Joffrey, but not necessarily, but like for several different reasons, they wanted to know about Joffrey. One of which was so that Marjorie could, you know, angle her game a little bit.
0: I think it was a good, yeah, it was a good intro into what that dynamic, that couple's dynamic was going to be, short-lived mm-hmm. as it was. <laughs> yeah, it was a good scene. You know what I picked was, um, Olana and Tywin. Meeting to discuss Ooh. marriages because I really oh, feel yeah. like the writers decided they needed just to get those two actors in a scene together. Oh, yeah. It was a good decision because it was yeah. such a good scene to watch.
1: Oh, can we, for season two, I just want to call out the, um, the deleted scene with Loris and Marjorie after Renly died as, um, a scene that oh, well, yeah. should have been kept in the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No one objects.
1: <laughs>
2: no. no, no. I, I, I have data you know. I think sort of my on my worst for adaptations. I think is the treatment of Loris. Kind of overall, he's on my yeah. worst list. You know, I think they, I think they, yeah, Excellent. they could have handled a little bit better, better. That
0: is not about that one that's one particular not scene, me, but just man. Loris, you know, in general,
1: right? Yeah. Well, I mean that character. scene gives him the exactly, yeah. That's why, yeah, that's the what love, I mean. you know, like he just. He loved Renly. He wasn't just some playboy out to, you know, fuck a King. Yeah. Like, there was a love between them.
4: I did feel, um, I would have, I liked that scene and I kind of wish, I think that it should have been in the show as, as well. That said, I do not, I think Finn Jones has done a pretty good job of being, of expressing some pretty sincere emotions to either of his partners, both Oliver and more so Renly. Um, i've always been pleased with the way that relationship was portrayed i feel like they've i feel like they've tried at least to intimate that there was something much deeper there
2: yeah i think he did the best with what he had i think he's articulated that himself in interviews that Mm -hmm. you know he's he's you know he i think he's disappointed in how they handled it but he's trying to you know work with what he has the writing yeah
0: um, let me think. What can we go to next? Let's do worst moments. I think for me, <laughs> no, I don't like this category. <laughs> Unless anyone felt strongly about it.
4: <laughs> I, I really would just, the red wedding, maybe? Uh...
0: It's kind of a hard category, right? Because sometimes the worst moments are the best moments.
4: Oh, the, to see Catalin brought down that low like that, Um, and to have that be the end of her story, effectively for the show. I don't know if they're going to do Lady Stoneheart. I like. I am really, really, really crossing my fingers that they will because I think that's such a brilliant, brilliant Finally, idea. Finally,
0: someone agrees with me. <laughs> oh wow! I'm still holding that. out hope. <laughs> I'm uh, be-
4: right. I really. Oh yeah. I think. Well, I mean, I just think that he's like. I think, I don't think you can bring characters back in the dead willy nilly or else obviously the stakes of your show will lower and you'll get a soap opera. But I think that, you know, she, I think that if anybody, if anybody could be brought back by sheer force of vengeance, it's Catalan. And I don't think that her story was over. It's the same way that it's, it was always really obvious to me that John wasn't dead. Even in, even when I read Dance with Dragons, I was like, okay, well, clearly this is, you know, something else is going to happen here because your story's not over and her story wasn't over. And if that's the end of it, that's just so tragic for me. And I didn't even, I think I've said this before, I like the red wedding in the book much better than I like it on the show. Um, so that qualifies for my worst moment. Poor Catalan. Though I, I'm really glad that she ended up slicing that chick though. It's like, good for you.
0: <laughs> oh, I you know, the worst moment is, I think, um, well, it is tied to the red wedding is when Talisa gets her, um, stomach stabbed. That's like, un- oh, like unnecessary. unnecessary (laughs) unnecessary and you
4: realize that she's kind of looking at it like when she's on the floor when she's on the ground she keeps looking at her stomach and I realize watching it I'm like shit she can probably see her child this is so fucked up oh my god oh my god oh my god
0: ugh alright on that happy note let's do something more fun best battles (laughs) (laughs) season 3
1: gotta be the bear pit, right I actually don't really care for the bear pit adaption Mm -hmm. Oh, explain. Well, I think they took away all the fun out of it, and they like, took away most of Jamie's Wait, sassy what? lines.
4: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. They don't know that there's much fun about that. <laughs> Never mind. I understand now.
1: They took away the best line though. The "I dreamed of you." I dreamed when of you. When they took away "I only rescue maidens." Like yeah. they kind of like. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they took away his sass a little bit in it, and I. Yeah and it's so obvious in a couple of the shots that it's a double so it kind of takes me out of the scene of it.
2: And the bear is very unenthused he's not very you know they obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For reason. It's a real bear you got to be impressed by that.
2: Like <laughs> he's like Burr,
0: he's worth the
3: falls right. back the best, part of forth. There's one scene thing that is bothered me about that one about the scene and it's that Jamie go, Jamie and Brian they run to the highest ledge possible in the entire like that's circle that point. they're in. <laughs> <laughs> and it always bothered me. I'm like, why? <laughs> all
1: right, that's fair. Black <laughs> does save the scene through like some hilarious line readings. I mean, he oh, so he's oh, he's
4: phenomenal. I didn't realize that he's wet's his face from uh, almost famous. He's the British band manager that they. Oh eventually... yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I totally forgot that. Like, first of all, he's hiding behind a lot more hair. But I uh, yeah, just it's. I love chameleon actors like that. It's such a treat to be like, "Hey, remember when you were that wigged out man wigged out music manager?" Hilarious. Well, I,
0: it's no secret my love for Locke is large. <laughs> he was a uh, he was my uh, favorite villain for the season.
4: <gasps> he's wonderful. He's really wonderful. Yeah, just he's just a really
0: delight. Big. to watch. Like he gets all the best lines. He delivers them amazingly. Yeah, he's he's the best.
4: Yeah, I have to say he is for
2: the the S three. Yep.
0: So since you didn't like my bear pit pick <laughs> but did you guys like battle season three?
4: I like a lot of the um Oh, you know what? Never mind. I think that might be more qualified for season two. I like the North I like a lot of the the Rob and the North stuff, just um My worst one was uh Theon um taking over Winterfell. Hmm. Or was that season- <laughs> I like I like that storyline, but for some reason, just the so, so. is that season two? Am I nuts?
0: Season two, I think.
4: Yeah. God, I'm sorry. I'm so it's, turned around. it's, oh, okay.
0: it's, it's like, all a blur. I, like I had Sam such a hard time keeping it
2: straight. Killing the White Walker for season three, I thought how they did the um, the CGI. I loved the CGI when uh, it shattered. I like that. Scene. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I liked the Hound versus Barric sword fight actually quite a bit in season three.
4: You know, yeah, everything with the Brotherhood without Banners, I thought was wonderful. I love Thoros. love, and that. Yeah, I agree with you. That battle, that sword fight in and of itself is phenomenal. Yeah, he's gotten over his fear of fire at that point, clearly.
0: I think I'm just gonna stick with the categories now because it's um, we're on a roll. Um, So, best battle for season four.
1: I mean, for me, and I know some people who are often on this podcast don't like this episode, but it's one of my favorite of ever on the show. And the battle of castle black,
0: I think is brilliant. Me too. Same. Yep. I agree. I never had a problem with that one.
4: It's weird. It's, I remember I was watching that episode and I typically don't care about what goes on at castle black. It's just very slow moving to me. John's not my favorite character. Um, I don't hate it, but I just like, if I have to spend time at castle black, I'm not ecstatic. And I'm
0: totally this, in agreement with you, because as I was doing these, like, favorite picks, I have, like, nothing of John in the Wall. No. <laughs> I love mm-hmm.
4: Corrin Halfhand, and then he and, uh, like, he's like the Chuck Norris of Westeros, but he, like, he's not around very long. I don't really give a shit about I like the John and the Greet stuff, because um, I didn't really pay too much attention to it first time around, because I knew she was going to eat it. But Rose Leslie's phenomenal, and their is great. Yeah. But this was the only episode, I think, that I was absolutely riveted, there was very little romance. There's just a little bit of John and a creep, but it's just a battle the entire episode and it should be really dry, but it's really gripping.
0: Yeah. Nobody picked Oberyn versus the Mountain for four, season four. Uh that uh. that was on my like
2: biggest <laughs> that's so fucked up moment was Oberyn's Skittle <laughs> Exploding Head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I watched it today again and it is Horrible on the rewatch. I, I
2: didn't worse. Even watch it the first time. I have my eyes closed. I've never watched the, the explosion. I can't. Don't watch it. I can't.
4: <laughs> I love Yeah. I love the character of Oberyn, um, and I love that he was able to I like the the crusade. I like the I like the crusade that he goes on to avenge his sister. Um I love how honorable he is, and I love this uh, he's a wonderful character. But he, he lost. And he lost because he was a fucking idiot. Because he didn't make sure the guy was dead before he danced right on top of him, right in the range of his hands. I've, yeah. That's, I'm so, I, I get really sad that he died, and I get really sad that he died when he didn't have to. It was
2: frustrating it was just kind of a, books, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah
4: it's frustrating. A frustrating. Yeah, I remember, yeah, in the books, too, I remember just like, being like, oh, no. <laughs> don't do
0: that, don't Classic do that. Classic mistake, don't. Yeah, in the show, yeah, though, so. I do have to give props, like the reactions, especially of um Ilaria, oh, <laughs> yeah. well,
2: it's
4: really good. Bless really her well. heart, she can bite me too, though, because she kills Marcella because of Oberyn, and Oberyn lost fair and fucking swear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but it's Marcella, <laughs>
4: Jamie's daughter. Come on now, yeah, she was terrible, though. <laughs>
3: talk about boring it's funny. i actually have her as my worst villain <laughs> just oh. because of the motivation like what, what i don't understand Yeah, that's actually a really it. good she's a 16 year old she's like yeah. a
4: 16 year old girl though i mean she's everyone's favorite she's everyone's least favorite villain i think everyone's favorite villain that's i
0: didn't know you should talk I, about Alaria. Oh, oh oh i, I, can't, I can't see that. marcella yeah. <laughs> like the motivation is just weird. because
3: yeah because like, it pisses me off yeah because like like uh, like Alex said, uh, you know, Oberyn, fair and Square, I don't know, you can't really blame, like, like place the blame on the yeah.
4: yeah, It really discredits, like, it discredits her as a character and it kind of discredits, you know, we're sort of led to believe that in Doran they're a little bit more evolved and they're not as petty and as hypocritical as they are, you know, in Upper Westeros, I suppose. And, like, well, no, but you're clearly, you might not be, but you're clearly you know, irrational and too vengeful. I guess. Um,
0: yeah, let's All right, work. let's just wrap this category up. So, uh, season five—it's it's, got to be hard home, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. Unanimous. There were giants. All right. There were zombies. There were Skeletons.
4: Zombies <laughs> running <laughs> off cliffs. Oh. They reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean, like when the pirates or when the moonlight shows and the pirates turn into like the their zombie cells. That's what those
0: zombies reminded me of. Yeah, that was creepy. That's when I was redeemed from my love of those skeletons. Oh <laughs> <Hard
2: home. laughs> well they, I think the skeletons work better in Hard Home than they did in that scene with uh Jojen.
0: No, they were brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, so really I don't see why that. people hate that Jojen scene so much. Like I don't see I mean it's not like my favorite scene, but I don't think it's the atrocity that's
0: people... They like it where were you i was getting raked over the coals for liking that really? yeah, <laughs> yeah, i don't mind the,
4: i didn't mind the scene itself it's just the cgi skeletons were like out of almost a bad children's saturday morning cartoon it was shot like it, it took the me how out of it of it,
1: saturday morning cartoons are you watching with <laughs> <one>. cartoon skeletons <laughs> like Dad. jason and the argonauts it's jason and I think the argonauts like, yeah. that is that is
2: uh yeah.
1: That <laughs> did not happen on Bugs Bunny. is All I'm saying. Or <laughs> yeah, what was and Jason and Argonauts everywhere?
2: rated? That certainly wasn't like an R-rated movie.
4: <laughs> well, but, like or X-Men or you yeah. know Batman, like Batman the Animated Series, stuff like that, I or like you know or stuff maybe like even something like, oh, Jim Henson, you know.
0: Oh yeah, um, like Labyrinth. I liked all Labyrinth. Yeah.
2: Or the Magic,
4: or the Last Unicorn, and I think or not, something.
2: None of those things are bad. Like there's not a problem with that. I think. Where, where the critiquing comes in is that it doesn't fit the rest of the CGI in
4: the series, you know, okay. Yeah,
0: like that sort of yeah.
4: it was really. But it's yeah, like it,
0: skeletons, like, I don't, uh, animating skeletons are going to look like Jason, well, the fireballs was stupid. I, that was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I,
2: maybe that's the
4: combination, the fireballs and the skeletons. Well, and plus the show takes itself, the show, I've said this before, I think one of the reasons the show is so successful is that it's a fantasy series that's devoid of whimsy. You know, there's not elves running around, there's not, you know, Yeah. Um. There, there isn't a lot of, yeah, like there's not a lot of, of um. there's not a lot of magic and what's there is, you know, sort of dealt out very, very in, in limited in limited amounts. And so when we finally get a chance to see something that is totally off the rails and it looks kind of childish and sort of poorly made it was it was it kind of it was like this show is better than that like you guys could have done something Yeah, and
2: they underscore that especially since since the from the beginning they've underscored that themselves this is not a fantasy it's a drama that happens to be a fantasy so uh, they've said that that's like directly what they said so yeah Mm
4: -hmm. that's my so yeah i was just i agree i agree with you it's just yeah i think i wouldn't have had a problem with the existence of the skeletons i just wanted them to be Better made, and better I, quality skill is it? Yeah, and I've
2: even said work. before that like I'd be okay if they got more campy and they had less less great CGI, but they had more content and more good. You know, I felt like mm-hmm. if they had more meat in it. I wouldn't care if the, like the you know more of the money was like less was spent better, on that stuff.
4: So. More meat on the bones. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm liking the flow with sticking with a category and just running down the seasons. So we're gonna do that again with cool. a category I haven't touched yet. And that's worst romantic moments. <laughs> Peter so, and Lysa. For oh, oh, but that's I don't. I kind of like them.
4: <laughs> she's so gross, and then hearing her scream and she's <laughs> yes! still breastfeeding her kid. It's so fucked up. Yeah. The best thing that ha- that ever happened to Lysa Aaron for me was her getting pushed out the moon door.
0: Oh, I watched that again today. That's a good scene. <laughs> a
4: crazy bitch.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I, I'd say worst Shay and Tyrion, they made me cringe
0: a lot um, over
3: multiple seasons. I I don't I I don't know I, I don't think they had good chemistry in my opinion I don't know if it's unpopular or not.
4: I don't know I that think I think hated I... their. I can't really see Peter Dinklage just so not a romantic figure to me at all. Um,
3: oh, he's just sexy. not. Oh, I, I find you know.
4: Sexy. Am am I alone not... For... You're not a in people that I've met. <laughs> I'm maybe on the show right now. Um, I know a lot of people who think that he's very attractive. I'm just not one of them and so seeing him in any kind of romantic situation is like just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't gross me out, but I'm never I'm not like, well, having like
0: said watching that. It. He was my worst pick for season one when he's with those prostitutes in the north. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I love
4: how he doesn't stop drinking. <laughs> so I hate that scene. Ugh. Remember when
3: his gross. hair was like bleach blonde? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like Tyrion the college years. He's like he's yeah. bleached his hair out. He's he
2: was in his NSYNC face I think my issue with him and Shay right. is he's so moony over her. How he plays it, I've never seen him. I'm trying to think of I've, mm-hmm. I've seen some of his other movies, and I think he could be a romantic lead. I've just not. I, I just don't like that Shay and Tyrion interaction.
1: Well, and Shay's not I a agree. very. I mean, she's not a very good actress yeah, either. So I, had her I like the her. wow.
4: I,
0: really. I like I her. She's decent
4: she's
0: pretty good yeah Um, i think
4: that that story is so tragic um and frustrating i think that's why that's where i i don't care for Tyrion and shame like in the books she's so clearly like he's so stupid to fall in love with her she is so clearly two-dimensional she's so i mean she's so clearly um uh deceitful you know she doesn't really love him it's very obvious and i love the adaptation of uh Shay in the show because it gives her some depth and she's much more three dimensional and you understand why she eventually does what she does, but it's just like watching for two seasons of slow motion train wreck. It's awful. You can know- <laughs> oh
0: gosh. Alright, let's go to two. Season two. Um for me I think the worst is that scene with um Melisandra and Stannis oh. when they're like fucking on the pokiest table that was ever made. <laughs> oh I know. They have sex on Dorne. It was <laughs> so distracting.
4: And Stephen Delane is not... I, I think he might be handsome in a different context, but I... you Nope. Not a
0: Stannis. I love him. it. Kama's, like, grinding her teeth right now.
1: <laughs> she doesn't even know why. <laughs> her ears are ready. <laughs> yeah.
0: For I three... three. A little bit more effort
4: uh, if he, like, shaved. Maybe if he was clean-shaven once in a while and, like, you know... Snazzed up his suits a little bit. I feel like, yeah, I could get, get behind that, but he's just kind of, he's just very dour all the time, and his, he's like, clothes troll. are wrinkly.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I like that. let well, just be like,
0: yeah.
3: Like <laughs> no, did she say his clothes are wrinkly? Is that what he, is that what she said? I don't know. I just thought it was.
4: Well, oh, yeah, like, his, I just, yeah, he seems, like, fairly unkempt. Like,
3: his,
4: he's in a little bit more effort. Like, I know that Yeah, he's like, a
3: presentation. Like,
4: Yeah, because he's certainly smart. I love his commitment to proper grammar. I would be right there with him. I feel like we could have lunch. He likes his daughter most of the time. You know?
0: Oh no. No, you you didn't. (laughs) That's gotta be one of the worst. Uh, We'll get to that category. (laughs) Um, worst romantic moments from season three, I had Podrick with the prostitutes. (laughs) The worst thing ever on the show ever. (laughs)
4: I have a theory about this, and let me know if you, yeah, let me know what you think. I, like, I think it's really amusing and cute that Roz comes back and she's like, they wouldn't take his, like they, they just said he was the best they'd ever had. They wouldn't explain it, and Vary's like, what, you know, you get that, and Pod comes back and he says they wouldn't take his money, blah, 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 and it's really, and Pod the Rod is born, kind of. But, I, I have, I have a feeling like, and I'm wondering if this happened and they just didn't explain it because they liked the other explanation that pod went in there and they closed the door and he was like, listen, I'm not really comfortable with this. I like, can you just like, I will, um, can we not do anything? And you tell everybody that I was amazing. And he's nice enough and sweet enough that the past is like, okay.
0: I just don't see Podrick being that wily to like, okay, guys, hold up. This is what it's going <laughs> to, please do this. Like, I can't, <laughs> well, I have do that. Like, he
4: was just asking, like, that just, you know, can you please, like, please, 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 I don't because I, we were talking about this on, on our show and Johnny, my co-host was like, oh, that would be, if I, he's like, I find it interesting because as a dude who'd never had sex before, that would be so intimidating. So I wonder, so that was why I thought, like, oh, I wonder if it was intimidating, and he just, like, shut the doors and was like, hey, really, I don't want to do this, can you, like, can we figure something else out? And maybe the prostitutes came up with the idea. See, I could cured. see him,
0: like, maybe just crying, and then they're like, oh, no, <laughs> what, what you this? <laughs> And then they made up the story. Because weren't they, weren't they doing <laughs> the contortions
2: yeah. and everything? It wasn't just like, oh, here's some nice ladies. They were <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> weirdy, no. It wasn't just, like, some nice missionary sex, no.
2: They were, they were all out of, yeah... <laughs>
0: there's a donkey <laughs> you know <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's a donkey <laughs> uh, uh, he's not uh season four uh it's got to be the Sept yes. rape scene yeah, that, that was can just die for,
4: for
0: a lot of that was, things. that's <laughs> awful
4: in the book too george is not George is strong suit so is not writing love scenes
0: you see, and we have some weirdos who actually like the sub sex scene from the books.
4: <laughs> it's just the dialogue. We're like, <laughs> like, do me, Jamie. Like, really?
3: God, likes it. <laughs> no, I said I don't like it. Not even okay. in the books. No, it was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like there's a part where like George I think wrote in, um, oh, her semen and blood mixed, and and because she was on her period. I think or I something.
2: like how fabulous <laughs> and nasty it was though. Like, I like that. Like. It was I know, it went, like, <laughs> and he was like mass and all those other. <laughs> and he had just,
0: yeah, no, and then he had butt uh, back, so he must have been. Thanked. It's the great divider it's of thanks. this podcast: those who like subsex and <laughs> those <most> don't. <laughs> uh, let me see it. Number five worst romantic moments. Anything with Tyene Sand in it. Oh, that to whole poison, Braun. Yeah, I
2: have that on my worst scenes
0: list. The poison uh,
4: that made
2: no sense. Like the bizarre, I know they were trying to set up for Marcella, but whatever. You know the whole uh, poison bra. It Braun was really
4: ham-handed It was her coming on to him. Really contrived. Really obvious. Beautiful, totally like all
2: that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah. Like, bad pussy, that's yeah. got to be the worst. I have
3: that for my worst scene, yeah. actually. I just wrote in yeah. bad pussy <laughs> on my paper. What was that, Uh-oh. Goddard? I just, I just wrote in the words bad pussy on my paper. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. she said it. I'll oh, oh, that
4: one. <laughs> well, and it's such a disservice to the Sand Like They're great characters in the books, and this was just fucking stupid. <laughs> They were really, really, yeah, and really, and as really underutilized. Battle scene, I would say worst battle scene for five would be Jamie and, oh, yeah. and the Sand Snakes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like, well, what is the security that's happening in the? What is the security that's happening in the Water Gardens that not only they got one guy? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes after Duran Duran says, "Listen, we have to watch out." <laughs> <hear the> sure. <laughs> Fucking <didn't remember. laughs> two, two separate groups of people walk into, <laughs> just walk on in to the water garden and stop themselves from kidnapping Marcella. Like, they stop themselves. The guards don't even do it. The two separate groups of kidnappers that are able to sneak into this castle. <laughs> like, that was the worst. Man. play with Mike Johnny made and that.
0: the Power Rangers, like, fight. <laughs> Fighting.
4: Jim and the biggest
0: disappointment ever. Yeah.
3: That said, though, I'm and a huge fan been- of the worst part is that it could have been so cool because they have, like, different
1: weapons, God. like the whips and... Yeah. So much. Short. <laughs> they should have just kept their book yeah. weapons and had, like, Tyne throw poison at
0: everyone. Maybe <laughs> ah, ah, ah. give her ninja stars or something that have poison on them, you know? like she something have, like a
2: breastplate that well, shoots poison happened. out of the nipples. <laughs> That'd be
0: awesome. <laughs> Go
2: and break the yeah, As useless so. as nipples on a breastplate, but that would actually be useful.
0: <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. We just had really. an image of like, the Joker with his like, poison flower on his lapel. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what I had time be like. I, actually, you know, I the powers, really... uh, gun Barrel,
4: Yeah, I really, really like um, and I will, and I don't know, I don't know why. Maybe just because I'm a DS Nine fan, and I love Bashir, and I love seeing Alexander Siddig. But I loved the like Dornish Fun Time Hour that was last season. That was season five. I just for so I don't know why it was so. It was kind of so bad. It was good. It was ridiculous. I oh, like no. Jamie and Braun. Um and it was kind it of, was it was a bit of lighthearted it was always a lighthearted break from whatever was going on um elsewhere. I thought it was really fun. And
0: then I think that silences well, our I, response. I, 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 I think this goes back to the
2: same <laughs> feeling I have about the skeletons. I think if it was a different show that would work. Like if it was aiming for that, like if it's aiming yeah. for camp. Then I'd be all up for it if they started busting out, like, Galavant, like, singing, like, you know, yeah. about sand snakes or whatever. <laughs> or if they,
4: like, or if they just went full cartoon, because honestly, this remi- it reminded me of a Warner Brothers cartoon when they were, like, sne- when they sneak in. They're basically, or, like, the fucking Wizard of Oz. Like, they're basically, like, the Winky. They're, like, the Wizard of Oz, they're, you know, the Lion, the Tin Man, and the Scarecrow when they sneak into the Witch's Castle behind the Winkies. Like, that's what Jamie and Bronn do
0: in <laughs> <and Dorn. laughs> all right okay, well we did the worst romantic moments let's do the best um i think we did season one already so we'll jump right yeah. to two and the best for me i think was um daenerys and cal drogo when they're reunited in her vision and they have uh, like the most photogenic baby i've ever seen
3: it's <laughs> beautiful
0: i love that scene i really do um, he says if man tries oh i'm sorry go ahead
4: Oh, no, just when he, this his line about how he's like, you know, if if it's a dream or if I, if I sleep, then I'll kill the man who tries to wake me. Kill
0: the man who tries to wake me. Just, don't we want a guy just to say that for us?
4: (laughs) I want Jason Momoa to say that for me. (laughs) Yeah, me me too.
0: (laughs) Get a line! (laughs) Anybody have another for season two?
1: I like the little Arya Gendry, like Arya goes through puberty before our eyes moment.
0: Yeah, that is good Yeah. Things. Everyone knows what scene you're talking mm-hmm. about. <laughs> we're, we're I became a <laughs> woman too. <laughs> Season three, um, I think, has to be when Jamie calms Brianne's hand at oh, dinner. She goes for her Oh night. my god.
4: Or when she oh, calms When I she, like, shows I, her knife. I think it.
2: the Jamie and Brienne <laughs> goodbye scene where his eyes were all teary.
1: Okay, my yeah, that's good too. Okay, mm. I actually don't, I'm not gonna pick them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Get out. <laughs> I love the, I love the Johnny Grit scene where, um, you know, On she's kind of like letting him know that she knows he's not really, he's not, he's still a crow. And she has the great line of, you know, if we die, we die, but first we'll live, which I love. Yeah. Like, I, I love them in the show. Actually, I like them I... in the book too.
4: They're just so. It seemed very obvious to me initially. It's from the minute she was introduced that clearly she was going. He was going to fall in love with her, and she was probably going to die. And it was going to be, you know, sort of John. It was going to be a way for John to like, you know, really make a choice about who he was going to be in the future, and also to add some more tragedy to his story. So I really, really um didn't. Really, really didn't uh pay attention to them much when I first watched season three, and we're rewatching them now. I'm in love with them. Like she actually has a line once when they're traveling south of the wall, and he says, "I they don't know where winter." He's like, she's like "How are we? How far away from Winterfell?" And he goes, "Not really sure. Last time we came this way, we took the Kings Road," and she just goes, "You and your roads." <laughs> <laughs> like she's never seen a castle. She's like, "Is that a castle?" And he goes, "It's a windmill. <laughs> 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 Who
0: built it?" They definitely have the best kiss I think of all the seasons when they're on top of the wall like mm, that thing's yeah. epic and I don't even really like yeah. them but that's the kiss one thing was that I have beautiful
4: my main problem with them is that Jean has never gone down on a woman before clearly because he's never seen one naked and apparently he's amazing at it and that's the first thing that he wants to do no, I, I think
1: like, he I think he saw Roz naked didn't he
4: But he okay well but he didn't um he's very
0: Oh, he, if I met one well, so
4: inexperienced that just heads there of their own free will and are like, I just really wanted to kiss you there. Whatever.
0: You could see like maybe Theon and um, John, you know, broing out and like, he's sharing stories and he's like, just recite the alphabet. So he tried it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: awesome. Her take- her take to camera when they have like <laughs> after that scene and she like scoots up and pops into frame from behind him. Like, that thing you did with your mouth with your mouth. With your tongue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your tongue. <laughs> that <was> so good. <laughs> All right. Spot on. Uh, let's see, romantic moment for season four. Goodbye at King's Landing, Jamie and yeah. Brienne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It seemed like turned us all into big puddles of high-pitched wines. Like, if you guys <laughs> ever wanted to hear a podcast, fail at Recap. Have go listen to that episode. <laughs> it was like knock the wind out of us.
4: Aww.
1: Although I Not will say that again, the Johnny Grit moment at the Battle of Castle Black is great.
4: That's lovely. His
1: little shrug, his little smile he gives
0: when he sees her. Oh. Uh. Okay. How about season five? Were there any? (laughs) I had a hard time.
1: (laughs) Well, Danny and Daria. Yeah, there were Danny and Daria. That's what I have. But that's just because of his butt. And I'm like, I guess. His face, his legs, his butt, his arms. Like, I'm, I'm all in on him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good-looking man.
4: Did you guys watch Tremay? Did you see him in Tremay?
0: I started watching that show. I never really got into it. It's yeah, it's, it's
4: really good, but it's not as um it's not as provocative if you're not spectacular. I don't know. It's it's yeah, it's not as provocative, and it can be really depressing. But he plays this like weird piano playing like coke addicted musician, um, Dutch guy, and it's such a departure from Dario. <laughs> it's like it's a really funny juxtaposition. He's
0: like a good looking yes. dude, like a totally an agreed with guy on that, and that's why he got very he, he, yeah. he got yeah. the And nod I mean, you know, Jorah's
1: yeah. I mean, Jorah's whole. Coming back to the you know to the fighting pit for Danny, I mean it's one sided, but you know it's quite romantic what he does in a kind of misguided, insane way. Sad, sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, um, I mean,
3: I guess you can mention the part where like he held, he holds out his hand to her and she like grabs it, you know, like
4: like trusting. Yeah, him. yeah. He's. Uh, um, I I like him quite a bit. I just think the storyline with Dario to me is kind of. Again, like I don't really see how else how there's no there's no stakes for me there. I don't really see. It's how hard it
0: to buy in, right? It's
4: really I don't. Hard I can her sleeping with them, but I don't really care if she loves them or not. It doesn't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. It's this is probably the only yeah the only show that I think I've ever watched and been really fanny about that there isn't really a couple I care about anymore. You know, I really liked Ned and Catalan. A lot of the people that I like mm. are dead. Um, I think
1: that Danny's yeah. beyond yeah. <laughs> like love of other humans at this point.
4: Well, her situation. So unique. She's very much like Elizabeth I, and it reminds me of Elizabeth I and Robert Dudley, I mentioned, I think I've mentioned before, just probably did share a great love, but for in order for her to be with anybody, she would have had to dilute her power, and Danny is certainly not in a position to do that.
0: Hmm. Okay. I think because we're kinda gonna- Getting past the hour here. Let's try to wrap it up quickly. Let's give out some Oscars, <laughs> some awards <laughs> for acting. So best actors for season one. Guile and I differed greatly. I said Sansa, and she was like she was the worst. <laughs> I would
1: say for the best, I'd say Harry Lloyd. <gasps> he was, he was, was my second. He, was, he was, was. See, we're not so different, Lot. I right. have Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm.
3: I think he nailed it as Carl
0: Okay, for two, season two, I had Jack Gleason as Joffrey.
4: Elfie. Uh, Roy D'Otrius as uh... a uh, Pyromancer Helene. He's good in his one little scene. <laughs> great, actually. <laughs> two, so, he's, two, he's in Blackwater, and he has one. He doesn't even have a line. He just hands Tyrion. The he doesn't jar. need
1: to have a line. He's wow. so like excited. So gleeful. There's with glee
4: on his face as he hands Tyrion the wildfire. It's so brilliant. That is
1: so bad
0: okay. <laughs> oh, Season three. God, Charles what's Dance. What's uh, what's dance. What's
3: oh, down. oh yeah, I
4: have him as well.
0: I had Nikolai. Nikolai. Uh, season three. Season.
4: yeah Oh, wow, he's beautiful in that.
0: Uh, season four, I had Dinklage. I actually thought he stepped up in season four. I think. I mean, season if we're not
1: going to go by volume, I would say Pedro Pascal. Yeah, a good one. Yeah. Oh, that is a
0: good. Yeah,
1: that's really good. One. Or you know who else? Lysa Tully.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, or
1: Maisie.
4: It.
0: Yeah, what's her face?
1: Maisie was really good in four too.
0: Yeah, it's a lot to pick up from in four. Um, five. I had Lena. <laughs> um,
4: I
1: think Carrie Ingram is really underrated in 5.
4: Which one's Carrie Ingram? Shireen. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: I think oh, um,
4: yeah. oh yeah, she did. Yeah. Well,
3: have, have, um, for her little role, um, I have to give a nod to uh
0: Brigitte. I oh, don't know how to pronounce her name, but she, oh, she, Storm. she, Storm. she yeah, yeah, she
1: was great. Yeah,
0: she was great. Yeah. just like talk about not having like a whole lot of screen time but making you like instantly just Love you love, Yeah and then love her. break your heart. Yeah. You know who else Breaking I really heart. like?
2: Uh Master amen It's Peter Vaughan. I thought for his part yeah. he mm-hmm. did an
1: excellent uh oh, oh, Love is yeah. the Death of Duty monologue.
4: Love it. Yeah. Kill the boy. I mean, I mean. there's
1: actors we yeah. haven't even I mean, we've never mentioned John Bradley oh, this God. whole podcast. This is- and, I mean, He's oh, been yeah. good
2: he's from on day like, one, you know? He's just he's always on my good. list of like best I also like the Theon. Yeah, I have him twice on my list of like best scenes, like overall the series. So I just, that to them in the questions. But yeah, he's on my list.
0: Okay. Let's end this one off with um, best moments overall. Um, so these would be like moments oh, that um, kind of sold you on the season, it <laughs> made the season. Um Season one for me, of course, is Brand getting pushed. If anyone's missed it, I like that mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> I think it's... the Well,
1: I'm actually going to go a little bit we, different. And it's the scene at the Whispering Wood when Kat is waiting for Rob. And it, she gives this little look to Roderick when she can see Rob galloping towards her. And it just kind of made me really invested in that in that character, and I mean, I think she's just the best actress, and actually, season three, I might opt to her even, but I loved that little moment. She was my
0: second choice for acting for that season as well. Yeah. yeah. Season two, Blackwater. Yeah, I mean, green, go boom. Gorgeous. <laughs> What's yeah. not to love? <laughs> the jaws were put in catapults and flung at the end of me. And then the Pyromancer, of course. <laughs> the
1: Pyromancer is like the
0: it best part. Oh, they earned it because he just—I
4: love the idea of this like tiny little order of weird old men who sit on basically a bunch of nuclear <laughs> I bombs. Kind of I know he pays attention to them, and it's, oh my god, I love it. I just love the—I love like I just love that they're just like down you know, there under why, King's why Landing why toiling Limer away.
2: That job, like that, would have been his calling. That's true. He that- <laughs>
1: That's a really good point. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I had forgotten, um, they really do destroy quote, like, basically Kyber's journey on this show is, like, when long destruction of credibility, like, he comes on, and he seems like a decent enough, capable enough maester, and then the minute he gets some power, it's like, okay, let's snap, let's sew some stuff together and see what happens. He's,
2: he's doing just, some experiments, he's like but... <laughs> he's
1: busy.
4: The Dr. Nick thing, I, I will never, I will never, um, forget, uh, I can't unsee the Dr. Nick thing anyway. Thank you for that. I, I listened to that and like, lost my mind laughing. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I like, can <yeah>, free! <laughs> gonna, uh, this is a good, this is a good moment to give a shout out to Gato's, uh, video skills. <laughs> she like made us another, oh as <laughs> she took some Ooh. clips from that. I think we are talking about, um, <laughs> him having eight boobs. <laughs> she like actually, put like eight boobs. Uh, you know how hard it was painting that picture? <laughs> oh, Not hard to to at all actually. This. I just typed the name boobs on Google. <laughs> <it came laughs> so if anyone wants to see oh. this beautiful, glorious creation of yours, Gato, how do they find it? Yeah, something. Okay.
3: Uh, go, just go on YouTube and type in uh, close the door podcast.
0: <laughs> it's the second uh, one. Lights. Lights. Stop. The second one she's made for us. She's, she's spoiled us. <laughs> And the, oh, the lumiere or the candle. <laughs> the <laughs> lumiere is the best part, yeah, I think. It. You know, it good... <laughs> anyway, it's great. You gotta look at it.
4: <laughs> <Close> the <laughs> door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, continuing on that's to the moment, Season three. You guys shit all over this one, but I like the bear pit. That was it for me. and Locke, of course. It's got everything. It's action, romance, and lock. I'm in. Bear pit. Bear pit. You
1: know, for like a, oh, like a, oh my god scene, it's Dracaris. For me, it's,
3: um, uh, the, I, I like the miso scene. I, I don't know, there's, uh, uh, when I saw it the first time, I remember, like, having the chills uh, at the end of that episode. I liked it. You know what
2: mine is? Mine is Hot Pie, an area with Winterhell and the bo- Wolfbread goodbye scene. Oh Because oh. Is, I have to say, Hot Pie is listed as my favorite adaptation from the book. <laughs> when the show is done with hot time. I really appreciate.
1: It's magnificent. <laughs> oh and they need to double down yes, on that they shit. And they just need they need like yes. bring it
4: on. Like we want I, more. I I need him. The first and only time I've The only time I've used illegal music or just used music illegally on our podcast was um that episode and I ended it with um Kenny Rogers the Gambler because that's what happened. Like, <laughs> that's how he survives he knows when to hold to
0: when he <laughs> season four um i think my favorite moment was the purple wedding and it's for like all the game of thrones i love everything about the purple wedding
1: yeah it's classic like old school yeah. soap opera it's like perfect
0: yeah, I mean, especially, like especially right with like Brienne talking to Cersei, and then Jaime's just kind of like yep. in the background, like of that well, and,
1: like Ferris oh. is in the background <laughs> behind him. Like that's such a soap opera scene. It's like un- yeah. it's like classic soap <laughs> wedding. It's so great.
4: I thought I think Tyrion and Sansa's wedding is more of a classic soap wedding. Like we like literally everybody at that wedding. They were just told look to your left and fuck with that person for the rest <laughs> of the evening. Joffrey <laughs> fucked <with> Sansa. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and fucks Tyrion fucks Tyrion. So, like, Loris, kind of, like, Cersei kind oh, of punches yeah, Loras battery, and then, that, that, yeah. w- like, when <laughs> Tyrion's wasted, it just cheers his Loras, and Loras is like, fuck.
0: Yeah, weddings do well on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <All> <laughs> weddings. Oh my goodness. Needs more weddings. I Needs mean, more weddings. Um, okay, and then to end everything, um, season five, best moment, Hard Home. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, I,
1: I- love, I love the Stannis Shireen little conversation in episode four. Uh-huh.
0: Just,
1: like, that's the one scene I would go back and watch in
0: that season. Oh, how can you though? It just kills me. I can't, oh. Because it's it has, to, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, you can't have the good without the, the bad without the good, I guess.
0: Oh, that yeah. Anyway.
1: And then I think, like, the awesome part about Hard Home is seeing, like, seeing the show kind of go back there, though, with the Night King um, grabbing Bran and the teaser now. Like, uh, yeah, ugh. <laughs> so I want to know what I that.
4: The Night King and the Walkers and everything, I love every single time they show up, if only because it means that there is such a strong through line that I really do feel like the very least they have, like, I, I don't feel like the show is, I don't feel like they're making it up as they go along. and I, Not that necessarily they have, but I think that George has an idea for... Mm-hmm. The end game of at least that particular plot. And that's such a rare thing to have in a popular drama. Cause usually if something is popular enough and it's long running enough, they'll, you know, write themselves out of their original ideas because they'll extend, they'll, you know, go longer than they expected. have to
0: extend, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and or, or like it's,
4: you know, going to go lost, or like, or it's like lost or alias where you realize that they didn't really, there wasn't really an end game there. They just built up a lot of mystery. Um, so. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm always happy with Nisha. I actually, my favorites though, as much as I liked Hard Home, probably one of my favorite scenes in the series is Tyrion meeting Daenerys and the conversation that follows. I just. Yeah,
1: that's fun. I mean, it's like, so, it's like, God, we've waited as fans long enough for that. So I like that they gave it to us.
0: It's a bit of a setup too, right? Like it's showing you kind of where they're going to go yeah well and that's
4: him seeing the dragon like it's the sort of the first nobody in the whole westeros king's landing storylines really have much contact with the magic that exists on the periphery up in the wall and in essos so it's really 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 exciting to to see that to see them see it it's almost like us it's like almost like if we got to see a dragon that's what it would feel like
0: yeah well i think that's a good wrap up um <clears throat> thank you guys for doing this this one was a lot of work more than i anticipated <laughs> and i think it's a good way to kind of get us all refreshed and uh thinking about leading into season six so i hope you enjoyed it everybody listening and yeah. mm-hmm. the panel i hope mm-hmm. you liked it <laughs> i did It was fun to go yeah on. thanks a lot yeah. good good guile thank you for yeah. having me oh thank you for coming and thank you for taking guile yes, also when you, you um, <laughs> podcast with you and they, they didn't mess anything up or break anything, right? <laughs> no, no, we had a lot of fun together. We didn't
1: pee on the floor or anything.
0: <laughs> um, I think this is a long episode. Like, I don't know. Um, Guile, did you gather up the mail at all for this?
1: Yeah, I, we just have like one message. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Um, we have a message from Sarah who writes, Hi, ladies. I just wanted to let you all know that I absolutely love your podcast. I found it a few weeks ago and have been chained listening to the podcast ever since. It's really distracting me from my uni work. Can you ladies not be so addictive? I kid, (laughs) don't change a thing. Thank you so much for consistently putting such a funny, informative, and just plain entertaining podcast on the air. I love listening to the regulars on the panel as well as your guests. I have to admit I'm always excited to hear who is on the panel that episode and to listen to the different insights each of you brings along. It really expands on how I think about the books and show. No matter who is on the panel, you always have me laughing along with you all. Thank you so much for sharing your wonderful conversations with the Internet so we all can listen in. Keep up the good work. Sounds
0: good. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. That was so nice. Thank you, Sarah. That's wonderful. Uh, we love getting mail, so please send us messages. Um, you can at close and at gmail.com. You can also reach us at close door and come here. Please like and review us on iTunes. Um. We've been getting a lot of Patreon subscribers lately, and that's awesome because it helps us pay for our hosting. So you can uh, support us at Patreon. You can just find us by typing in close the door. Um, I already shouted out Gatto's video. I made a note to do that. Good on me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you one can more find... time, let's plug, let's plug, uh, your podcast, Alexandra. Oh,
4: yeah. We are God Thrones, a Game of Thrones podcast. We, um, we're, ha- we have, we're going to have weekly content. Um, basically up through the season. So always you can find us on Stitcher and find us on iTunes. We're in the middle of a rewatch of season three right now. Actually our next episode's gonna be The Reigns of customer so give us a listen if you want to perk right up. Does anything uh, happen in that
0: episode? It was slow. Kind of a that one, not it? Yeah, I thought it was slow.
4: too bad. <laughs> yeah, um we are kind of goofy and definitely don't take the show too seriously. So if uh you have room for more than one Game of Thrones podcast in your life. I highly recommend that you give us a listen. Just don't get offended, but I make fun of everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you again for um, being on our panel, Alex. It was very enjoyable. Bye. Yeah. Thank good you. Luck. I have fun Thanks. Good luck with your upcoming episodes. And that'll be it, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. day. Whatever time of day it might night. be. See ya. See ya. Bye.